I mean, these are all RPGs. Have you played any Final Fantasy? We're going I don't down. even know what you're talking about right now. I lost, He's I lost a, he, my train of thought. He fucking zoned out hours I know, ago. I know. But Sorry. I want to I <laughs> no, tell no, you. At, at one point, you started talking about Final Fantasy 14, and then I figured out you were talking about Final Fantasy. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't you play can, yeah, so, fucking so, one. So when you said, one, uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy 12, you didn't connect those dots. Not a one. <laughs> Welcome to episode 211 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. This is your host. You may have never heard of me, depending on how new you are. It's a good chance um, of that, honestly. But this is Lock and Key. <laughs> guys, I am so happy to be back here. Welcome how back. How are you guys have you back. I'm so stoked that you're yeah, back I'm here on so the show. Yeah, I'm so fucking... Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you're welcome, dude. I miss he said, you're welcome. He said thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He said thank you. We've been doing a show... Mainly the three of us for Correct. for a long time, and he said yeah. thank you. Yeah, so I I want to know what that means in Felix's mind. Right. What? I mean, I don't know how many episodes I've been gone for, but I would safely say that we've done like a hundred and eighty together, and you've you're now saying thank you for yeah. my return. So what have we done? What have we not done? That no, <laughs> no. He just he just we have to me. earn it. I'm just apparently. saying I missed him. That's it. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. Shit, dude. Um, so what has everybody been up to? Well, this is Neo Ayoshi. Neo, what's going on, man? Uh, we, we got Trip Zero yeah. and Felix Hergood This here. is Felix Hergood, yeah. Uh, everyone's back together. We're back. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so yeah, you want to know what For I've sure. been up to? Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I right, haven't I'll talked t- to you in a while. I'll tell you what I've been up to. Um, I've been playing... Okay, let me start. Are What's... you going to tell them what you've been up to? I'm going to tell them what I've been up to. <laughs> All right, so I think... Let me tell you. I think I may have won the Smash League. The, yeah. The overall? I, I dipped yes. in last week and I saw that you were first place. Cor- is that correct? Well... As of the Whatever standing that day last was. week, yeah. I was in second place. If you don't know, uh, people out there, we have been running for the it's past 10, thing, 11 yeah. weeks or something, the Emergent weeks, Gamer yeah. Smash, Super Smash Bros. tournament. We're going to have a tournament first next annual. week. We're going to have a tournament next week. How many times is this going to happen throughout the year? This is ramping up, dude. This is like a thing now. I don't know, because I know more people want in next one we do, so... Anyway, last week when I was talking about it, I, I think I mentioned I had the potential to be in first place mm-hmm. if another match went a certain way. Right. right. Yeah. And it went that way that I hoped it went. Mm. It, the guy who needed to win won 3-0. And then that knocked that guy out of first place sure. because he had less wins. And then I got sure. thrusted into first Seeds place. Seeds and placements right. yeah. and, right. and such. Everyone else are still doing their matches currently, like, but mm. they're they're fighting for different spots in the, in the ranking, if right. that makes sense. So... Yay, yay that um, I know I won that's sweet <laughs> that's awesome. so, you, so you're it's done like no the, no the tournament is next week there is an actual tournament next you're, week. you're first in the league I'm first in the league yeah yeah as of right now I good think. for you man so that that happened um, the next thing that happened was I played a game called Dauntless oh yeah, yeah. so I played that for a good a good long chunk um, people have been buzzing about that it's it's like Monster Hunter Light is yep. is the best way I could describe it. It's like a free to play Monster Hunter. It's on every console except for Switch. It's coming to Switch, which is probably where it will be perfect, in my opinion. It's up now. Have you hopped into this for the first time, or were you playing a couple years ago? Because I remember the. I think it was either the beta or the alpha. Like this, back in this week was my first time early, in the game. not early, but late 2017, around when Destiny was coming out. Mm-hmm. Before that launch, people were playing Dauntless. Like a lot of people was it were like in the Dauntless. Was it in like pre yeah. like phase? It was like I think it was free. 
but you had to like get a code for it. You had to request access. Like there were things that you had to do to get well uh, into the game. I played day. It, it launched free to play 1.0 or whatever this past week, and I got in day one and it worked perfectly fine. I was playing for a good long time. That was a lot of fun. Um, but like yesterday, I went to log in and play more, and it was like, sorry, you got to wait. You're six sixty. <laughs> Sixty thousandth in line. Sixty thousand. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was Holy quite a long shit, wait. Damn, um, it didn't obviously stay that high that right, fast, right. but yeah, it started yeah. out. I had like a screenshot. I think I posted in our Discord. I was I like, "Well, that was great." Yeah. Um, I've only ever seen numbers like that with people waiting to get into like Grand Theft Auto role play servers. Oh, like, like some like, of the real like popular a, like ones. A real wait list. Yeah, like, yeah. Sheriff like, Eli. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like the server he plays on, whatever that, that um, actual name is, you're waiting for hours and hours and hours to get in there if you want to. So overall, I'm really enjoying Dauntless. I thought it was a really good time, but I was like, you know what? I, I think I want more. Mm. So I bought Monster Hunter World on PS4. Mm. It'll, it's going to arrive tomorrow. And now I picked wow. PS4 for a reason. I got a good deal on it. And my buddy who plays on PS4, he doesn't have a PC, was like, I'll show you the ropes. I'll, I'll play with nice, you. Nice, dude. So that comes in the mail tomorrow. I so have I it sitting around somewhere on the PS4. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I should have just... Yeah, it was yeah. actually on sale on PC not too long ago. Yeah, like two days ago. Yeah, I, I saw, saw that it. as well. <clears throat> I saw I it, but like, I, well, yeah, I just don't have time. Yeah. I may, I may download that though. If I mean the free to play, the barrier to entry is obviously so much better when it. There's oh, no for sure. Point, and right? I think it, Flower plays it. Dauntless, really? No, no. I think I thought she played uh, Monster Hunter World for sure. For sure on PS4. Yeah, so maybe I'll maybe I'll see if she wants to hop back in that world. Nice. Join up. Um, I mean, but, I talked to her recently. I think she's currently still in that world. Well, they announced that spa- expansion, so yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are like going, "Like, yeah, let's get ready for the expansion," because that's usually a thing that happens mm-hmm. the I- the ice expansion or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. Um, so Dauntless is cool. Uh, you can the whole game is playable free to play, but obviously it has those like sprinklings of like, "Hey, you got to pay for things here." Sure. Cosmetic certain cosmetics and dyes you have to pay for. Um, the only thing that they do that's that is truly free to play is you get these um, like gems you can socket into the pieces of gear that you have so you can expand your gear and stuff and if you want to if you want to make stronger gems mm-hmm. you have to combine really shitty gems that, okay. you, that you find and procure from fighting these monsters right and then you have to put them in this this like machine that will over 12 hours or you know, like 48 hours, it will right. combine them into that. You can pay to speed it up. You can pay you can. To, to unlock more slots to combine. Like, you can only do one as a free-to-play person. Wow. You can only unlock, like, upgrade one gem at, at a, a time. time. Yeah. Um, but overall, gameplay-wise, it's pretty fun. Uh, they give you, like, what, like six or seven weapon types that you can choose between. You When you go into a fight and you, you know what monster you're fighting, um, like, let's say it's, like, a fire beast, then you know you're gonna have to use the armor set that's like like anti fire like you right. and like you're gonna want to like gem and socket spec yourself out that yeah for spec it. Yeah. that out and they give you like a moment in the lobby to like with your teammates and stuff to like do that do, does it branch out at all from Monster Hunter in the in the style of gameplay like Monster Hunter has a certain world and grind that you play especially like yeah. you're mentioning with the armor does Dauntless offer other things to do in the game or is it pretty much just like it's pre- another Monster Hunter that's that's has certain benefits. One being uh, free cross play and yes, full cross play. I've played with no. I, I've played with tons of Xbox and PS4 people. It's crazy. It's a completely cross play game. Which is yeah. F- I mean, such Which an amazing, amazing choice. Honestly, yeah. that's thanks to Epic, because the game only runs on Epic servers. Did that I, hurt, I, did that hurt you to say? No, I mean, I have the launcher now. I yeah. played. Let's see. I, I bought Hades and I and I you know I'm playing this game on PC. So, so it's like so I'm now, like meh. Now now there's a 
a reason the epic is cool? Or mm. 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 <laughs> yes, the answer to his question. It's to they're fine. Yes. He just doesn't want to say it. I so, think tolerable. Look, would be th- thanks to Fortnite, they're yes, able to yes. do this because they established that hey, Fortnite's going to be cross-play. Suck it up. Sony and them talking to Sony and Xbox and Xbox mm-hmm. was like, hey, cool, whatever. We could use we could use the uh, the infusion of players and Sony's like, no, no, we're doing great. But I guess you're the most popular game in the world now, so we kind of have to. Come on, uh, Sony. Yeah. Is there any truth to the clickbait article I saw a couple weeks ago that gone. said basically Sony and Microsoft gone into cloud talks? So Did that was an, that, that yeah. was another article I was going to pull in for this, yeah. but. Honestly, it is just a business deal. I don't think you're going to see Halo on PlayStation. I think it's no. I wouldn't strictly... expect that, but I'm saying crossplay for games that can that that don't fuck that, up their their uh, exclusivities. That's potentially a thing we could see about that. I do yeah. know it's mostly because I believe Sony wants to use their Azure cloud um, server infrastructure for a lot of their like mm-hmm. streaming yeah. games and stuff. They want to be able to use that because Sony doesn't have that kind of tech. That's why PlayStation now isn't doing that well. Right. 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 So yeah, I, I could, you could see like when PS five comes out, they will probably take advantage of whatever this, whatever they they want to use the cloud, the Azure cloud from Microsoft for right. this isn't like an, this isn't like Xbox and Sony doing right, this. this. Is Microsoft. This is Microsoft and yeah. Sony. This is fully Sony entertainment like, or Sony top level. With Microsoft top level. This isn't yeah, like just, Phil Spencer doing this deal. Just having a yeah. conversation about cloud storage facilities. I think they are doing the deal. But I don't think... Like, I heard that play, people at Sony, like PlayStation Division, were surprised when this happened. Because no one... They didn't they didn't know about this deal happening. Right. So mm-hmm. there's a little, little mini news injected in there. So if you. there are yeah. any game repercussions, they're not coming anytime soon. Definitely not. Yeah. I, and that's the least... I I think PS5 will be a place where we will see that. I don't think that we're going to see it this generation. Right. But anyway, so the big game I played... So that's Dauntless. Cool game. Um, I might stick with it, but I'm getting Monster Hunter World for uh, PS4, so I'm probably going to play that for a whole bunch. Um, but if this game does come to Switch, Dauntless, if that does come to Switch, I think I think that'll be the I think the I way to go. Play it if it's on Switch. I'm it's, probably I'm, it's on their it's on their release roadmap. But oh, they, they wanted to get the consoles and PC out. First. That makes sense. Yeah, um, that's the, where I would play it though for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good <laughs> portable game. I would definitely do that. Speaking of pretty good portable games, I bought uh, Final Fantasy twelve, the Zodiac mm-hmm. Age on on Switch. Oh man, it's good to play an old school like like Final Fantasy again. Yeah, and I was almost going to get ten, like the ten ten two collection. Ugh, um, favorite. Is it next your, is on it my favorite? It's next on my list. Uh, ten is my favorite game. Well, I think a I lot loved, of that has to I do with nostalgia, it. but um, yeah, it was the first. I well, not the first. It, I played it when it first came out, and it was yeah. So did I. A cool experience. Yeah, yeah. I bought twelve for PC when it first ported, and it was awful. The port was the yeah, build, heard. the build was was disgusting. Um, it was so many graphic issues and it's the first time that I've done a refund through steam. Oh shit. Um, since, since having the PC, um, and I'll go back and I'll buy it again if, if they fixed it. But at the time it was like a week old and so, I want to sit and, and hope that they fixed the issues with it. That sucks. I'm but sorry. Yeah, I, lo- I loved 12. 12 was great. I didn't love it as much as I loved 10 when it came out because of the change in the battle system, but 12 is still a really good story. 12, uh, well, I'm, I think the battle system is pretty cool. So, so far it, yeah. me then, 
you know, yeah. like single-minded youth version. Of I want me. my I want my turn. Like base. I wanted the turn yeah, base yeah, that yeah. I ha- was used to from ten and and parts of ten two. Mm-hmm. I think that even, was my problem. Even ten two, even ten two changed a little bit. Right, it was more active than ten was. Ten was very traditional, like turn based. Right, um, um, and twelve was completely different. You could see the monsters and mm-hmm. run up to them. You run up to them, and then you, your characters would just initiate combat depending right. on how you it was, it how was you much program them. To pretty 11. much. Yeah. Right in, in that way that you could see the mobs that you were you were yeah. approaching. Um, it does very like you were you were mentioning earlier. You said it in like my chat or whatever. It was like a very MMOE like feel because right. you're just running out in the world and doing things. I think I've spent a lot of time in the menus in this game f- for obvious reasons. Like you're constantly like, okay, I need to edit the gambits, which is what they call them, the gambit system, and it's pretty much you're just programming your 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 characters. And your well, party. that's yeah. The gambit system lets you have the party members act on their own mm-hmm. based on your it. on your logic what you want them to do right that's why it feels like an mmo because these people are in placement around a mob to avoid you know their attacks to avoid mm-hmm. what direction they're they're facing and that's and and you're in control of that too running around that's it's right. a very like offline mmo kind of feel yeah which is pretty and cool. it's very you can still like stop time when you open the menus like everything stops which is kind of gives you a second to breathe if you need that mm-hmm. because it does get overwhelming if your gambits aren't correct and like every, things can get like pretty bad pretty fast yeah, yeah. in the combat but uh i really like i really like the battle system i think it's a lot of fun also one thing that the switch port does i don't know if the pc one does you can like hit the trigger button and then it's speed it two times the whole game you can do that you can do yeah, that you and like you just so you, you can, can just, fly through battles much quicker and just running through these giant ass environments like i'm yeah. like i don't need to be here for like yeah. 40 minutes running that's the best um, part of all the ports all these old games you can also speed up, up the yeah. battle too like the battles you mm-hmm. can speed up how fast you want these meters right. to recharge yeah um the story is pretty convoluted it, I've heard a lot of part, people loving 12, like it being their favorite story. Here, here's a problem I have with some Final Fantasy games. Like 13, I had this problem. They make up all these freaking words. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> they, they, they expect me to know what these words are. And then they reuse them a whole bunch. Yeah. Like, let's see from 13. I was like, oh, God, dude, don't fucking go down like, the 13 like, road. That story so was the dumbest shit. There's some, pro- there's you got a little bit of that in the 12. You got a little yeah. bit of that. Well, 12 <laughs> takes place in the same world that tactics does. I believe it, it believe uses so. a lot of and vagrant story. It's like a weird oh, kind of like, really? It's a weird, oh, like someone mentioned that in my chat. Yeah, yeah, you also yeah. like look at the, the, even the character design and the world design. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. very similar to vagrant story. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, Vagrants. I love Vagrants. Yeah, that um, was a cool one. A lot of location names are actually f- also in Final Fantasy fourteen, but Final Fantasy fourteen is just a Final Fantasy theme park, pretty much. Right. That's You're what right, Final yeah. Fantasy fourteen is. But so like a lot of like Ivalis is like a is a location in fourteen for certain things, like certain like raids or something. So and that's like a thing in twelve. That's like a is place in twelve. To, is I that think. supposed to be the same? place together no because 14 uses just like everything like gold saucers there and then yeah. they they threw in final fantasy like a, a raid that is specifically a, a, like a like hey remember final fantasy set six i mean and it's just like all the bosses oh, from final fantasy yeah, six yeah i heard about so that. like 14 does like all like, like they just go like hey remember final fantasy seven here here's gold Sa- saucer yeah. well yeah i mean here's some just, gun blades like they're, yeah. they're adding the gun blade class yeah. soon i think yeah. it's all just because they'll make money off the nostalgia so of course um most requested feature for 14 blitzball no, oh, no joke serious? people people want like a blitzball minigame yeah because they added triple triad hated playing dude, Blitzball. Dude, I loved playing Blitzball I in 10. I knew you were going to say you loved, <laughs> loved playing Blitzball. Listen to me. When I, when I replayed 10, the, the remaster, and I wanted to, like, I don't remember the terminology for 10 now, but, like, master working each weapon, yeah, like, yeah. whatever that terminology was. And for yeah. Blitzball, you needed to play 
for, for to get Tedious' weapon. For, for, yeah, well, no, it was, not, it was not, a Waka's. It was Waka's. It was Waka's. That weapon. sounds right. Yeah. Do you need to do it? Oh, you need, oh, no, you need to play for his uh, for his um, attack, his jet shot. Mm-hmm. Thing. You Correct. Yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. So you needed to play a fuck ton of Blitzball to oh get my his. God, and, dude, and I, I that. and it was the fucking worst. <laughs> I'd rather. I'd rather dodge the lightning 200 times oh my God. over and Jesus. over and over again yeah. than play fucking Blitzball. Do you love that song, though? 10 was yeah. so good. Man. <laughs> I, like, I vividly remember playing 10 for the first time. Like it, like the. I still would play it again. Felix, you, play you haven't played ten, right? You're, I mean, these are all RPGs. Have you played any Final Fantasy? We're going I don't down. even know what you're talking about right yeah. now. He's I lost he, my train of thought. He fucking zoned out hours I know, ago. I know. But Sorry. I want to. I <laughs> tell you. At one point, you started talking about Final Fantasy fourteen, and then I figured out you were talking about Final Fantasy. And I was like. <laughs> I didn't play oh, so, a fucking so, one. So when not he said, one, uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy XII, you didn't connect those dots. Not a one. <laughs> you could ask us a question. You could stop us and be like, hey, hey, buds. Uh, I had one question because at Go one ahead. point somebody brought up, Neo, I think, brought up like strange vocabulary. Yeah. And this has nothing to do with Final Fantasy, but I was going to ask you, Locke, what's the name of that show on Netflix that had the like the sci-fi show that had the crazy vocabulary? Battlestar Galactica. No, well, that probably did. But like the one recently with the skins. Oh, um... I can't remember the name of it. Skins? You fucking watched it. You talk oh, about, what? Westworld? No, 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 no. no, no. The, the, the Netflix, Netflix show, the one that's getting redone with what's-his-name from... With Anthony from, Mackie. Yeah. Oh, God, it's a fucking with book. The sweet, uh, Altered with Carbon. Altered, Altered Carbon, Carbon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 you, Jesus you, Christ. You made me think of that skin. when you it's said it has its own words. vocabulary. Yeah. When I was watching that show, I had to oh, look up... it was the up, same way, yeah. I had to look up a glossary They took for granted. Does Final Fantasy... The question I was going to ask is... Does Final Fantasy have a glossary? Oh, that you for can sure. Buy? Oh, it absolutely like, does. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sure well, no, it's a game and everything. Oh, so, yeah, like, yeah. for yeah. example, like things in Final Fantasy aren't just magic; they're magica or like cure, cura, curaga. Well, like the, that's a progression. The of funny the, thing is, yeah, they'll the change between system. games too. There's some things that are that are standard, but then other things will change game specific. So, but overall, there is like an overarching like. Like similarity between each of the Final Fantasies. Yeah, like the magic, like casting types. Are, there's are always there's the chocobos, same. birds. There's moogles and mogs and all these like these are like he creatures. These are creatures. Yeah, I'm just naming creatures. I'm sorry. What I, what I <laughs> wanted to tell you though, Felix, I wanted yeah. to describe Blitzball to you, just so you're in on the on the current conversation. Cool. I think the concept is super cool. I, for my discussion, my part of this discussion, not the Final Fantasy discussion, when I tell you what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm I have a done. feeling what I was doing in Borderlands is the same kind of grueling as what you're about ready to describe. So go ahead and describe it. Blitzball? Yeah. Well, Blitzball is a, an underwater... Think of underwater water polo. Polo. You, ne- yeah. you never go outside of the water. It's all underwater. Uh, think about like Aquaman's people playing like water polo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, like, you know, is that good? That'd do it? Like soccer ball kind yeah. of thing and you're, you're attacking people underwater and... No, but why is, into it, a goal. why is it so annoying to you? So it's turn-based yeah. and it's like really... It's like think of like a Civ game, how like everyone has to make their moves before a turn is over. Yeah, imagine you're playing Madden, and every every like play, every uh, like you know defenseman you run into, the time stops, and it's yeah. like you want to go left, you want to go right, you want to like go straight ahead, like and that's that's how you have to that's play. You and play players have stats too. Like your, wow. your player has a stat. Just you got like, like a chance to like dodge yeah. and shoot. Yeah, at the goal. I mean, it's it's a it's a game within the game that is pretty robust. Like it's not like. It's not crappy, but it can be incredibly infuriating like when you lose because you waste a ton of time playing that one game and you need to get a certain amount of wins, a certain amount of XP to get progress in the thing that we're talking about. This definitely about. aligns with what I was going to bring up on the show, but mm. we'll talk about that yeah, when we get to me. So um, I did want to uh, request something of at least Neo or Trip, if, if you have the time lock, we can figure it out. I do have a Final Fantasy game 
through the Super Nintendo, the mini Super Nintendo. Mm. Which one? I don't know which one's on there. Is it three? It's three. It's, it's probably, probably three. three. Which is six. Which is six, six. yeah. Which is with so it's with Terra. I, I yeah. think I want to play that, but I want one of you to be on the show with me <laughs> when I'm live playing yeah, it. I would do that for sure. Yeah. Because you guys are, all three of you, I respect you highly for your knowledge of Final Fantasy, and I don't want to go into it without... One I think I still have my SNES cartridge of three. And the same could be... I might as well. Yeah. I could also just do this when the seven re-release comes out. Seven will be very accessible. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna wait seven, seven would, will probably be very seven accessible. Seven years for that? I mean, seven would be no, much not, not seven. easier. Am I thinking of seven? What, what's the one that they've been talking about with the seven. updated Seven credits? remake. Yeah. Yeah, so when that comes out, you yeah, guys... it's going to be a while. They, right, but they mm. said on the last show, they said, you know, it. I might be able to relate to it. I might be able to figure yeah, it out. Seven is definitely more accessible. I would agree with me. Seven is more yeah. probably going to be in line with like 15. Seven will probably first feel world, like 15 a little bit. The first world that was like a like a, a more modern day world. Everything else before then was like Fantasy. castles and magic and yeah. dragons and shit. Cool. But I, I don't have a problem until then doing a live stream with one of you just sitting next to me. Yeah, that'd be cool. Telling yeah. me what's going on. Well, Sounds good. We can alternate the controller back and forth, make decisions on who's in the party. Sure. Isn't that how it works? It's a party game. Yeah, yeah. It's a party game where you like figure out who your characters are. Yeah. I have a feeling I know this because I did play one. Mm. You probably did. In like I'm talking like like Final Fantasy debuted on what, the Nintendo? Yeah. Yes. I think I might have played it on the original Nintendo. That game's very possible. Pretty readily that too. Game sucked. <laughs> I, I don't know. It redone is not bad. Have you played Final right. Fantasy Origins on yeah, PS1? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, one and two is not bad cool. on one. Like if you play the re-release, I had that fucking yeah. If you had the, the OG cartridge mm. with like yeah, dude, and like either I would die and lose all my progression because like you could survive maybe one or two battles before I have to cure again. Or did go you to have a, to save and they would give you like a code? Is that like how no, no, we're talking? Actually, no, you could actually save, you it. save the cartridge. Your right. magic was like times you could cast. So like I had two cures and I had to go back to the inn or something like that, and then. If your shit froze, console hard froze, yeah, and all, all of this gone. is all of this is ringing <sighs> someone, so hard. Goes, too. Someone trips over a cable or yeah. something. And the, thing that goes all the, time. <laughs> the thing that you just mentioned sounded sounded really familiar. Yeah, I think it was the original Nintendo Final Fantasy. That's I about the only experience you you could was, have with that. It was probably the last time I played one. Mm. Yeah, oh, I did want to make a note about that. Uh, the coolest thing about the Castlevania anniversary, I might have mentioned it last show. Did I mention the fact that? Like you can save now, so it's almost like you have unlimited lives. So you can like save scum to the max. Like, you, you can say you you can have one save that that will if you do it again it'll overwrite your previous one. So essentially you can go to a certain point, save, and then go in and do a boss fight. And it's, it's like just you're just chambering a save. Yeah, you chamber much a save yeah. basically. Interesting, which, which I think is really cool because it gives me. The, I can also do it with the arcade games that I downloaded. That's very it's cool. Built yeah. into the 12, Twelve added an autosave feature too, which is kind of nice. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, that's not very. That, right. That's probably not how the game was in no, PS2. It yeah. definitely wasn't. Well, yeah. our our old friend Dirk, who's been on the show a bunch of times, I mentioned to him that that was built into the Castlevania, and he goes, "You're a fucking cheater." <laughs> <laughs> play it the way I played like, it play back it in the way. day. Yeah. yeah. Play yeah. Castlevania the way I always loved it. Hey, no, I got to tell you, man. Ain't no one got time for that anymore. No. Mm. Not not the way games were back then. Fucking grown man, man. I um, also that. Look, o- overall, that twelve is awesome. I'm really enjoying it, and I'm addicted. And all I can think about is playing it more. And I yep. have my Switch with me, so I'm that's probably awesome. gonna play it more later. Um, but awesome. the story is pretty good. Like, like I, I'm following what's going on. But when they throw out like crazy ass names, I'm like, Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah. I think there's a pretty big plot twist in that game too, if I remember correctly. But oh, I'm ready. I'm yeah. enjoying myself. So um, uh, yeah, next person, go ahead. Cool. Um, I don't really have much to talk about. The only thing that's new that I doubt you guys have talked about is I played. Uh, I've been playing Splitgate. 
So I don't know if you guys are familiar oh, with Splitgate. I've never heard of this. I just, I wasn't watching, uh, I think Crafty was playing that. I probably was. Yeah. yeah. So Splitgate is something that I found out about from PAX a while ago because Jesum Crow actually played the game there before it was in beta. Oh, damn. So Splitgate is an arena shooter that is essentially Halo and Portal combined. Shut up. So you have, and it's free to play. Shut up. So it just hit <laughs> Steam uh yesterday um so it is uh it's got rocket launchers assault rifles battle rifles pistols and it it looks like like halo quake is like a quick okay um it's it's more aligned with halo much much more aligned with halo than it is with um like unreal tournament or whatever Unreal tournament but then you have essentially a portal gun so you can use it anywhere in the map to get around and it is a function just like like the yes like the game portal yeah um, so it, it creates this very interesting dynamic for controlling maps and how people get around. Um, I was, I was, I, pl- I watched a ton of it before I started playing it cause I did not, uh, I did not have the beta. Um, so I watched a ton of streamers play the beta. I mean, a lot of the old halo pros that aren't playing halo anymore. were all playing the beta. Like the ogre twins were playing. Oh it. shit. And, um, and it's a really, really fun game, especially cause it's free to play. So the barrier to entry is non-existent. Um, yeah, a lot of shooters are doing that these days. Yeah. It's, well, it's a good think, way to keep players in. You yeah, don't get players in initially. I think, you know, Fortnite has really set a model for what can work with a free-to-play game mm-hmm. if the gameplay is good, right? Like, And the problem is if you're releasing a, a shooter like this and you're charging for it, you better have a good hook that would get people in, correct. right? You know what I mean? Yeah, and you also have to have a good roadmap. You also have to, like, you, you expect a whole lot more from the game when the barrier to entry is a $60 price tag, right? Right. What were you going to say, Trey? Uh, well, right before I, I want to bring up the point i just noticed the logo and that's they're definitely signaling mlg with the logo oh, there the sure. red and the blue yeah color tints on there yeah. but uh i was asking if you know if they have any plans to make this it a paid game or is they just going to keep it free to play i think it's just free that's to the play. model they yeah. have right now. Um, play, yeah. it's just free to play i think um i don't know if uh like i'm not really concerned about oh like, my god uh loot boxes and stuff but um i don't know if they'll try and incentivize it but it is it's extremely fun to play like if you were a huge fan of the halo series um it's definitely worth playing um i think it, as the long portal, as there's no like pay for power then you're fine. oh dude that right. little thing yeah. is so sick um and i believe it's on everything i believe it's on well, except for switch i don't think it's on switch but Son it's on uh, i think it's pc xbox and uh ps dude this that is totally like like quake this reminds me of quake uh yeah so this really this does. makes it look much more fast paced than it feels when you're playing it so this video that we're watching it's is like a montage is a montage of it yeah it it looks much more fast paced than when you're in it. And that's, I think because you're watching developers who know the maps really well, like they're me, showing off. It felt, it off. felt clunky. No chicken right? dinners. Like, that's clever. It's, it's, it's hard to maneuver around a map with a portal gun, right? Because you're used to learning a map in a very specific way. And when you can literally turn that on its head and flip it around and play it any way you want, it, it completely changes the dynamic of, of a team. I shooter. mean, using the portal gun as like a tool in a shooter is awesome. Yeah. It's a really, really good idea. Dude. I wonder if um, you can like shoot the floor out on somebody. It, it was actually in the video. Yeah. yeah you could no, do that. Sorry. Yeah. There, oh, uh, was, so so, so someone shot the floor where someone was and the guy came through to his room and he just shotgunned him in the face. Yeah. Right um, yeah, so it's it's uh it's a lot of fun. So I would encourage anyone um that's that's listening or or you guys if you have the time um since yeah, it's free to play. It. 
Um, I would love to play some games. I was actually planning on getting into this after the raid stuff is done with Destiny. Cool, man. As like the, a way to shake things up a little bit. Yeah. You, you had already heard of it, Trip? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was watching some streamers play yeah, it there's earlier a, there's, this week. Yeah, there's a lot of streamers, like most BR streamers um, have been playing it. Look, well, he set um, that up rolling as the road. And uh, yeah, so besides that, uh, like uh, Trip has mentioned. Is that been, one character wearing a bra? Uh, I don't think so. It no. looked like a bra. They're wearing like Halo like armor. Yeah, it's okay. I doubt it's a bra. Um, <laughs> I but, thought that was like a cool skin he already. Uh, so yeah, that just this a little bit, and then Destiny and some PUBG is really it. So nothing, nothing so super new. You're but. on the prep train for this raid. Uh, I'm trying to be, man. I didn't play it all this season. Um, like I played maybe the first week that uh, season of the Drifter came out, and I haven't touched it at all. Um, so I'm I'm trying right now to hit. Uh, power level cap to be able to raid with these guys. What are you at? What are you um, at? I am currently at six eighty seven. Is oh, you'll where get my there. light is. Yeah, I'm just concerned because my whole journey from six hundred to six eighty seven has been shitty drop after shitty drop of like my powerful gear dropping at my highest powerful gear. So it's taken me a lot longer to get to six eighty seven. Uh, so I have. We're gonna try and raid tomorrow night. I think we just landed on mm-hmm. um, because raiding will will definitely help my boost. And then I'll have another week of powerful drops before the raid. Yeah, um, and then so, once reset hits, we can definitely. Most of us will be done. The majority right. of our work, so we can really micromanage your power climb. Yeah, the faster that I could fly through stuff because right now I've been doing pretty much everything solo, which is not difficult it just means that getting through activities takes a little bit longer mm-hmm. um but i've been enjoying it i was actually just talking to snacks about this at work because he's hopped back into destiny as PC? well uh no ps4 Damn i believe it. uh and we were having this really good conversation that like it actually feels better to not have played um because there's so much more content to digest at once like i appreciate destiny's model of trickling out content because it keeps people engaged that are in that world someone like yep. trip but to come at it at the end of a season and get all of the content at once like a like an old dlc drop would have been oh you've got um, you've got so many options and things to do there's a ton of content which which feels good because you don't feel like you're like just grinding the same content over and over again. There's also the flip side where you don't have nearly as many things completed or you're not, you don't have the weapons that everybody has. Yeah, but there's still, there's still a lot of that though, right? Like where like, if like the thorn mission, isn't that like you have to play like PVP over and over again and like, yeah, certain, certain tasks like that. Yeah. So it's, it's felt good hopping back in. Um, but then the majority of my time before those two have been, um, I'm pretty addicted to PUBG again. Nice. I've just been playing a ton of that. Uh, cause the game's in a really good spot. Um, that's crazy to hear. Yeah. Like two years later, it. we're like two years in now, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. I won't go into the details cause we have a lot of good topics to talk about, but that's really been it for me. Cool. Those few games. What do you guys got? I've been raid prepping and that's really it. There's, so, I mean, there's one, it. there's one game that I play at like a night. That's the polar opposite of destiny. It's uh you guys have, I've heard of a series called, what is it? Broken sword. Yep. Old. No. Yeah. Like point and click PC game. Well, I went on, on a GOG and downloaded the very first one. And I've just been playing that like soup. Like it can't even go full screen on my computer because it'll crash oh, if really? it goes full screen. So I got to play on the actual like native resolution, like no tiny little shit. window a little and tiny zoom box. in on the window on my Mac using like an accessibility like shortcut to make That's it like oh pretty God. big. But it's like you, you click around, you investigate a crime as like an American uh, vacationing in Paris and saw like a bomb explode in a cafe. So you're like you're poking around and you keep items and you can like drag items onto people in a way of like asking them about this. Like, have you seen this thing? Have you seen this clue? And just like right, right. figure things out in this, like in this very story heavy 
video game. And it's the polar opposite of a super grindy shooter, looter shooter, like MMO, mm-hmm. raid environment. And I've been doing that like a job. So yeah. it's refreshing. But it's it's going to pay off, man. Tuesday is going to be. Dude, I'm so excited. Next Tuesday is going to be. I'm so excited for us to hop in there. You're training first. like Rocky, man. You're punching the meat. You're, you're climbing those I mean, stairs. I mean, it's really the first. It is the opportunity that some like a smaller community like us will have at trying to be on a more global stage with worlds first. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. I mean, we're going to be you right guys in do there. it. I'll be so proud. I, I mean, oof, man, if you want, if, if I'm going to be hundred percent honest, uh, if we, my goal is to have us play somewhere in the top 10, if we can do that, I think it would be incredible. Oh yeah. I you mean, know? I think like I was just talking about this at work that like, um, how accessible they've made worlds first is, it feels great for someone that's striving for it. Like I have my own thoughts about like how accessible they're making end game content off the bat, which I think we've talked about in discord, but it, to give like someone to give our team an opportunity to be world's first without having to put all of the energy into grinding. That essentially means that only streamers would ever be able to be world's first um, is a really exciting thing. Uh, especially for like a very like a smaller community like ours, so uh, I'm super stoked for it. it. Just just to just to have the opportunity to like do it right off the the gate is going mm-hmm. to be is going to be cool regardless where we end up. I'm yeah. definitely going to tune in that day. Yeah, watch I'm stoked because what they're doing this uh, for this raid specifically. I'll bring Felix into this because it's been a while since you raided. I think in Destiny, it's been a long time. Um, they're capping your power in the actual encounter for the first 24 hours. So it doesn't matter how high you are above 700 for the first encounter. It doesn't matter how high you are above 720, which are power levels for the last encounter. Everyone is going to be on the same level playing field. So it's just going to be essentially skill. It's going to be skill, puzzle solving, communication, teamwork, which is just exciting for, for an actual competitive race. Right. Which, which what's really cool in in my situation is like, I'm not going to have like these guys will probably get very close to the max power level that matters, which is great one because they'll be there right so they're at an even playing field but for me who will be 20 light 20 power levels under it's not putting me at such a significant handicap like last wish raid was so does because it last of- wish the rate the final encounter for last wish you could not do if you were base level when you got into the raid mm-hmm. like it was impossible you would you wouldn't even do damage mm-hmm. with this being 20 yeah it'll be much harder for me to survive and do damage but like you're not, it, it you're not locked sk- out. Yeah, it comes more to skill and teamwork and communication than it does to the power. So they're level, not carrying. Basically, you won't be carried. There is no carrying. It's all it's all teamwork. It's all it yeah. looks like. So the first encounter, if 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 trip is seven twenty and I'm seven hundred, we're on the same plane. We'll field. be outputting and, and taking for the, the sit for the first encounter damage. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The last encounter, he will have an advantage against me in terms of like his damage output and how much damage he can take. But he, if he were to be 730, it wouldn't matter. So really 716 is oh, the it goal. Caps, it mm-hmm. caps at 720. It caps, it caps, it caps at 720. The, uh, the, uh, whatever missed, you might have said yeah. that, but I missed that point. Right. Um, and that really just comes down to same day prepping, like all the work that these guys are doing, which I won't have the opportunity to do. If I did, then it would be different. But it just means that like, again, a full team of six people, right? Like, it's hard to, to formulate a raid team, especially a team that can do all of the prepping. Like it's nearly impossible to find six people that you can do that with that are great at communicating with one another that do have good chemistry, yeah. which our team is going to have, which and is great. Even pugging after, would be tough, yeah. I wouldn't even try pugging if no. you're trying to do whatever what you guys are doing. Not on a, yeah. not on a day one. No, no, and even not. after a raid has been out and the mechanics are established, you can find 17 different guides on YouTube on how to do it. 
I think it's still something like a single digit number of players of like single digit percentage of players in the Destiny community has actually ever done a raid. Right. So it it's it's like, really like just doing it without any really kind of guides or anything like that. Niche yeah. challenging teamwork based content, which is right. why I love it. Yeah, which is it's going to be awesome. So well, I'm super excited. Good luck. For it. Thank you, Felix. Uh, but what do you got for us, Felix? Before we hit some news points. Yeah, I, I don't really need to go uh, too in depth or anything. Let me just ask everyone a question. I love it. <laughs> Can't wait to answer it. How far mm-hmm. would you go for a trophy? I know you guys don't have to worry about it I love, anymore. I love this setup. You don't have to worry. This is a really you, good you, setup. You don't have to worry about it anymore because you're in PC land and trophies don't matter, as you guys stated on numerous episodes. But you were there at one point. I was there at one point. Trophy, trophies were there. Um, remember, I have a, a background in track and field. So I spent a long time trying to hit personal bests. You know, like beat mm. my time. I have, a, I have a stopping point for sure. And what it comes to mind immediately is when I played... Uh, Final Fantasy 13. Funny enough, we mentioned that earlier. Cool. Uh, their trophy list is so obnoxious that when I looked at it near the end of the game, I stopped playing the game and I never finished You're like, 13. No. I was like, I'm just, I don't care anymore. Yeah, fuck you. I literally yeah. just, it, it turned off my desire to play the game at all. Totally off. So my yeah. bar is very low in terms of what I'll do for a, a platinum trophy on PS4 or whatever the equivalent is anywhere. So my, my goal for the next, for the summer, it's a summer goal. Okay was to 100% trophy every Borderlands game that has come out. Okay. For the build-up to Borderlands 3. Right. Uh, I've been ch- chugging along with Borderlands 1. I love the game. I think it's better than 2. I think it's wow. outstanding. I love that fucking game uh, compared to 2. There's more gore in it. Uh, it's simpler. There's it's the, the weapons are not as crazy. Whatever. But I got a huge fucking bone to pick with Randy Pitchford, dude. No, no, no. <laughs> that motherfucker put in one of the, the hardest fucking the, the hardest <laughs> one of the hardest fucking challenges in trophy form that you could fucking do. Um, he has a challenge where you have to do twenty rounds, each with five waves. Okay, that's this is the thunder. This is like the Thunderdome thing, right? Okay, and technically it's not even 100 waves because there's a starter wave at the beginning of every 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 round. Um, so there's six six waves per round. Mm-hmm. So multiply that six times 20. 120. And, yeah, that's how many rounds or that's how many waves you need to do in like an arena style. Yeah, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Bare minimum. Yeah, no, I don't. Th- I don't think so. Bare minimum. It's impossible to solo. Here's what happened. The one good thing they did put into it is, if you die, you go back to the round before. So I got the, to. Cool question. Yeah. The immediate. Not uh, the no, wave. wave. Not the wave. The round. The got round it. Got before. it. Okay. Got so it. I Understood. was on round thirteen and had gotten to the fourth wave, died because I got cornered by like. Three stupid enemies. And then you're not at the beginning how, of round how, how, 13. You're at the beginning of round 12. I was at the beginning of round 12, yeah. Oof. How angry were you? Fucking infuriated. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I can only imagine. Thank you, Randy Pitchford. <laughs> Why are you blaming him for this, this trophy? Like fault. he fucking... <laughs> He didn't create watching magic shows and questionable <laughs> internet content. The guy's I love not. I love because there's a fucking name and a face to a company. <laughs> yeah. He's to blame. He's, yeah. But anyway. It's personally anyway. Randy's fault. So, specifically. So this is what I've decided to do. <laughs> so you guys know God, right? 
Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah. there's, there's a tenuous relationship sometimes. <laughs> yeah. but, we don't really get along. But it depends. But sure. God, my friend, got short for Godzilla, who comes on my stream from time to time. Why not just call him Zilla? When he came over. Or Godzilla, not, dude. Or Godzilla. <laughs> Let's not workshop this All right, right now. <laughs> so he, he comes over a couple times. We play games on the Xbox. One of the last times he comes over, he makes a user on my Xbox. He's also made a user on my Switch. So when he comes over, he can like play certain games and whatever. So he comes over and he makes a user on my Xbox. Well, it's there. And I really want to get this trophy. So if I play this 120 wave thing, mm-hmm. the reason I'm dying is because the enemies I'm fighting are equal to my level. So it's I'm not like instantly killing a lot of things. I'm, I'm having to shoot many times. Uh-huh. This will just play Destiny. So if... Hold on, back up. If I use God's account and and have him host the arena, uh huh, right? Then it caps at whatever level, not at his level, but lower, way lower, and then I can just shred enemies. So you're cheesing it. Well, that's I think that's just straight up cheating. (laughs) Well. But would you, do you find that acceptable? I, I, I love up. this. Is the I, lead up. I love that you're looking for validation. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm looking for validation. No, no, no. I'm you just, just framed the question for validation. validation. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I could care less about anything trophy related. So yeah, right. sounds good to me, dude. Get that do trophy, bro. Do what you need to do. Yeah. Get that trophy. I mean, I would do if I if I felt like I needed to accomplish something, no matter the cost. I would go much further than what you just described right. to get it. So I so, think I think you. So th- I'm going to do it live on stream because, you know, I, I feel like a pussy like doing it off stream. Like, <laughs> why? I don't know. But you here's feel like what, people want to watch you way, shoot shit for here's 120. What it's going to look like. Here's what it's going to look like because Borderlands, all the Borderlands have a really cool feature that you can do local co-op. So I'm going to host it with God's character that I mm-hmm. made up. And then I'm going to kill everything at level like 48. <laughs> and it kept. You're so happy just he's, talking about he's this. He's right level now. two. His character's level two. So the arena is going to be capped at 12 for all 120 rounds. Oh my God. It's going to be great, a man. shred fest. And people are going to look at why there's a split screen with a guy not playing. <laughs> because there's well, no way. There's no way I can get this done. Like on a day off, I can get it done in probably four or five hours. Oh God! Right, Dude, exactly, just... exactly, exactly. Jesus but there's Christ. no way that I can get God to literally come over and play it with me. So why don't you just do it off stream? Well, I'm still playing. No, yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, you do, you, you man. Are, you guys are like, why would you look? I mean, it's it's whatever you want to do. If it makes yeah. you happy, it makes you happy, dude. Yeah, this is what you want to sure. do. Well, like, I have turned my stream into kind of like a people expect me to be doing dumb shit for trophies. Like I am trophy hunting. Okay. An awful lot. Whatever, days. whatever your brand is, dude. Yeah, yeah, do you, man? Let, let, give us an update next. Anyway, week. that's that's what I've been doing all week. I've been trying to beat this stupid arena DLC. It's a DLC. It's called Mad Moxie's Underdome, which is like oh, a, I did see that title. Yeah, it's a play on a Mad Max Beyond Beyond Thunderdome, right? Movie. Yeah, but got it. Uh, you know, the common consensus out there on every single forum is that like. 
Gearbox was a piece of shit for releasing this. Oh, there are a lot of shitty trophies out there, too. Oh, God. No, it's just the fucking completion of, of that is just so, like so grueling. Imagine if you played Bioshock 2. Oh, by the way, I have to do it three times. Sorry, I forgot oh, to tell fucking, you that. Fucking Jesus, that three, was even worse. Wait, three, you, the 120 waves three yeah. times? Yeah, there's three different, nope. there's three different so, arenas. Count me out. I'd I'm, snap I'm out. my disc in half. I'd, I'd just move on. <laughs> What do you get out of this? I wouldn't even have put any energy is it into a, is, even thinking about I don't, it. I don't even know. I mean, the trophy doesn't help you with Borderlands 3. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I, I love just, how he just fucking shrugs nah. it off. <laughs> nah, you're right. I'm going to do was, it anyway. It was imagine, that easy Imagine if you went to play Bioshock 2. And those those have multiplayer specific trophies. Yeah, well that and they shut down the multiplayer. Yeah, that's something I so, can't. I can't really abide that shit. Yeah, like if a game has multi, like especially. Oh my god, the worst offense was some Last the, of Us. One of no, Last of Us was bad. Yeah. Well, one of the games that they re released, like one of the games they re released, I can't remember if it was Assassin's Creed. It's one I own. I went into the yeah, I think it was uh, maybe Assassin's Creed. I went in and I looked at the trophy list, and that was originally a multiplayer game. They re-released the fucking game and didn't update the trophies. They don't have the servers anymore. Why the fuck would you repackage the game it's easier in a new form and then fuck? Oh, yeah, it's less less work. Yeah, it's That's less a work. Dick, yeah. dick fucking move, dude. To who? I would log in there and not even look at the trophy. So it's a dick move to you because oh, to you me. care about platinuming it or oh, you yeah, care yeah. about completing the trophy that matters. list. That matters to me. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, to 50% of the gaming population, it doesn't matter. So are they going to pay someone and more X, money? I think 50 is aggressive. 50, Xbox probably rewards right. Probably like 10% of the gaming. <laughs> Xbox, stop it. Xbox rewards. Don't you get like Microsoft points? Oh, so fucking trophies. cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, you could get what a fraction of a point. It's like fucking tickets at the boardwalk. What am I, a you thirteen get, year yeah. old? Yeah, you get your yeah. one ticket <laughs> is fucking I'm a, a I'm penny. Playing, playing skee ball at the Jersey fucking shore. Come on now. It's been thirteen years. I got this shot glass, you guys. <laughs> fucking nailed it. Uh, um, well, good luck, man. I, I really wish you nothing but the best on your endeavor as you embark on. I set story. a goal, man. No, set the goal, dude. That's you know, what's important. Yeah. If you set a goal and you knock the goal out of the park, that's what's important. I've said it numerous times on the stream. I'm going to yeah, get all the Borderlands trophies. You can't go back, man. You already said and it. People were Did like, you not read the trophy list before you made the commitment? No. Yeah, so now you, learn, you learned a valuable lesson here. Yeah. You signed that you should, contract you should, in blood. You should do uh, something. If that research. was me and I got to that point, I would say, well, I changed my mind. Yeah. We're going to do the next thing. I mean, there's, but, um, there's also, like in one of the other DLCs, the highest level in the game. This is, this is a Pitchford thing. Come on. Like the, uh, the highest level in the game is 69. Why do you think how that childish is, is that? <laughs> I think that goes along with the humor of the entire series. I don't think he I don't wrote. Think a, I don't think he wrote the game. I know he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Randy anyway. Pitchford is not responsible for all of these decisions <laughs> <laughs> or the impact they have on your life. Yeah, but anyway, uh, there's a boss in there that's you got to be 69 to fight him because he's level 70, and so and you can't play the normal game one time to get to level 69. That requires a grind. Yeah, like it a crazy miserable. Grind. Yeah, it's miserable. It sounds miserable. Um, well, so let's hit some, let's hit some news happy. points if you guys are ready. I'm yeah. ready, baby. Let's do it. Um, so we do we want to start with uh, the phase contract? Let's do it. Yeah. I think so. It's been yeah. the biggest thing everyone's been talking about. Um, do you want to summarize it? Uh, I can. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts that I would like to unpack on this. I don't need to necessarily summarize it. If one of you guys is that what those notes were there? Yeah, you took you had those notes. I'm. St- that's very. Yeah, look, go on. I can I can bring them up. They're all here. It's because a lot because of I people 
I, I don't want to get into it until we start talking about it because this infuriates me how uneducated fucking people are on the internet. But um, so it, so the, right now there's a whole thing happening via Twitter and, and most um, gaming publications about um, the contract that uh, Twitch superstar um, and Fortnite pro um, – how do you pronounce his name? Is it Tifu? I say Tifu. Tifu. Um, and ex Destiny player too. He, he did play big, Destiny, big was, in the Destiny yeah, community. Yeah, he was uh, before he did Fortnite. Yeah, wasn't he in Redeem too? Uh, he he was, wasn't Redeem. Yeah, yeah, or at least played with the Redeem guys. Yeah. Um, so he essentially comes out publicly uh, and states that he is suing uh, Phase. Uh, the Phase is a esports organization um, that he was currently signed with that he's been with. Um, for I'm not sure how long his contract is currently, like how long he had been with them. Um, but he essentially was saying that he was trying to break the contract because he felt like he was being held back from opportunities that were now being presented to him um, through his stardom. Um, and he wanted to break his contract. And essentially he was suing FaZe because these negotiations were not going well. Um, so immediately, you know, the mob that is uh, the internet defended him right which i understand that mentality of like someone being taken advantage well it's of, the right? individual versus like a corporation Correct. type situation at, at, at first at Correct. first glance yeah. absolutely yeah. um and then it became this argument on twitter between uh phase banks banks is the creator of the phase clan um and he's essentially uh he's the creator he's the founder of it so they go back and forth between arguments so now you have people on one side that are that are fans of banks and what he's created and then you have fans of this streamer and and there is essentially an argument that's happening back and forth back and forth videos are being created uh, you know a hashtag it's a whole drama thing yeah a hashtag ends up being created which has released the contract like everyone wanted to see what the contract looked like to see you know if um if uh tfue was was accurate if he was making this shit up and it goes back and yada 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 for for days and then finally the contract leaks um it leaks on the internet no one knows if it's genuine and then finally it gets uh made to believe that it's genuine and you can open up the pdf and you could read the entire contract um so what do you guys like i'm well, curious to hear well, your did, thoughts before i dive into like some specifics i don't want to make this like so I, very heady but i know mm-hmm. as much as up to when the contract got leaked i did not know that happened and whatever but did did the contract actually like prove who was lying or did was there a definitive like okay now the contract shows that he's being treated unfairly yes and, very and no and this is where this is where I like this is where my thoughts get unpacked. So I we could hear from these guys first because I don't want to dominate the conversation. Go but yeah. Uh, yeah, there are things in there that do come to light that he like the contract was not was not a great contract overall. I would say it, it didn't work out in his favor. Essentially, it was, did it look like it was he was being taken advantage of before? When, well, before the contract came out, um, I definitely sided with Tfue just because of seeing him around like my destiny community and the people that he's impacted and the behaviors and actions that he's, that he's taken around them. So it was definitely like a camp thing. Like Locke was saying, people separated right into the camps, you know? So right. Like, of course. I mean like, yeah, yeah. Like fuck face. Right. Just, just TV hundred percent. Um, and also it's, it was super interesting to be so like d- dived, dove headfirst into this thing to like understand the fallout because this is going to change esports contracts and organizations going forward in a, mm-hmm. in a huge, huge way. Um, so I was under the impression that he was 
trying to get out to to do the right thing, to set uh, an example, to help other future contracts be better, right? And of Seems course, good. everyone is going to have their own their own spin on things. What his perception of an unfair contract is may not be Face's perception of an unfair contract. It could be based on tons of precedent and example. And that's really what the the conversation is going to kind of mm-hmm. shine a light on. You know, like what's yeah. acceptable as a player, especially in a, in a world where a lot of them are underage. Because some of the points of his contract were the fact that he was forced to be at, at places where there was like drinking and gambling. And right. he was an underage player at the time, too. So he yeah. was just like, they wanted me here and, and it was uncomfortable and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's wow. really where I was. I was I was on board with TFU and hoping to see them actually put out the contract. And then once he he made this challenging YouTube video, and Banks kept replying and saying like, "Yeah, we're getting it ready. We're getting it ready." My thoughts were like, "What are you? What are you getting ready? Like, what are like, you? It's just preparing? a document, just, right? Just if if you are transparent about it, just just Reda- drop it. He's getting redaction ready. <laughs> well, that was the assumption. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I didn't it's read the redact- final contract. Big, I know that it came no, out. Yeah. Big and block I know bar that- here. Big block bar here. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I read the whole thing, and and here's here's my problem with it is, it the the mentality that we live in a vacuum is absurd to me. That like, we so there's a few things. Um, esports is still in its infancy, is and is not a sustainable product mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons because we don't have a league, we don't have a centralized thing for all different esports we have overwatch league we have mlg we have Fortnite league right we don't have a universal league so there can't be a standard right so this Mm. is kind of a free-for-all right which in and itself is a problem and i hope that a positive thing that comes from this is something that can be a little bit more generic's not really the right word but more fair and more uniform the problem that people have on the internet is they look th- they look at this through the lens of who he is, not what he was, right? This dude was a nobody, mm-hmm. okay? Yes, he had a redeem back like even redeem back then was not who redeem oh, is now. Oh, they they were right? they were a lot smaller. Yeah, they yeah. were like next to nobody. I've never mm-hmm. heard of them until they were world's first, right? Personally. Right. Um so when you look at it at that lens, it it changes the business dynamic of the contract. And that's just what I want people to try and understand. That like Esports organizations don't make money. Like I'll tell you that up front. No, no one is making money signing random kids on the internet to leave. Well, I mean, some it's it's someone's benefit. So 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 listen. When you're in, when you own an esports league, if we were to start Emergent Gamer Clan and we start hiring people, right? Sure. We have no revenue stream, but we need to benefit them in some way. Right, there needs to be a benefit that we give them, or why would they join the emergent gamer clan? Sure. Right. So what we do is we promote in in every way possible, right? And that building of promotion does give him a platform to succeed. Would he have been a star without Phase? Potentially, because he's one percent. This story is not transferable to the majority of esports players and Twitch stars because we don't. There aren't a ton of superstars. This kid, out of this contract, spiked his viewership by 50 or 60K viewers in a single stream. If you want my opinion, he did this for the publicity. And that is all that he did. Oh, him right? just like him just all like dropping shade did. on all that phase. he did, right? I'm now, are there things inside the contract that are ridiculous? Absolutely. They signed him to a 42-month deal, which meant that he could not get any individual sponsorships, that he could not co-brand with any organ any other organizations for mm-hmm. revenue. He was only getting 2k a month, 
um, in proceeds. Um, he had a clause in his contract that said for six months after leaving them, whether he fulfilled his contract or not, he couldn't publicly pay, play video games for six months due to a breach in in um, imagery between him and FaZe, right? That's so so there, there are definite things inside of there that I do not want to try and defend because overall, like it was a poor contract. Mm. But I think what we need to learn from this is that this dude sat down and signed it because because him back then was looking for what they could offer, which was a platform. And that platform allowed him to succeed. And I think when we get into the camp that like, oh, the business is just trying to, you know, take advantage of the youth is not entirely true because we don't live in a vacuum. Um, and I think when you get on the internet, you you just want to defend like either an organization or an individual. And I can understand that argument that like, I want to defend this 21 year old kid because he is getting taken advantage of. But the, the contract is no longer fair now because who he is, right? Now he's up against million dollar deals that he could probably create that he can't. Because he's locked into this contract. Right, but, but years ago when he was a nobody, he was like, oh, 42 months, 2,000, 2,000 a month promotion. Absolutely. Let me sign from, with blood. From nothing, it's, it's pretty care. appealing. Yeah. Correct. Right? So at some point, like it's some kind of renegotiation should have taken place. So this is where it gets interesting. Right. There have been claims, um, which he has not, uh, TFU has not, I don't believe he's confirmed this, um, but apparently there were emails or text messages sent out that showed FaZe trying to renegotiate the deal, I think upwards of three times, mm. either not getting a response or him saying no. Up until a point where they were going to offer him like a million dollar deal and he still declined it, um, to my knowledge, right? This is all still kind of unfolding as, as we go on. See, but I, that's where I start to think that this was because he wanted – because he knew his following. He had a very great base following, right? He's not a nobody. But he, he had his highest viewership came from the following of this video and the, re- and the leak of the contract. He drew so many followers to his page. Yeah, it looked um, like he was trying to he was trying to tip the scales in his favor in that case, right? And using public opinion, correct. Um, but correct. He, all right, so I got a few questions about Please. the way companies do negotiate contracts. Now, he okay this this kid noticed he is becoming a more valuable player, mm-hmm. and he is he is outweighing the initial contract Correct. that they originally negotiated and he is now a different person in standings and in, in as a player, so on and so forth, right? Yeah, absolutely. So in other situations in bigger companies, how does this type of thing normally go? When you go, okay, I am now a better employee of this yeah. company. Um, I want to renegotiate the terms of my employment is essentially what you do. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to kind of equate it to, like, the closest that it is, which is, like, other professional sports players, right? They sign year deals, right? And at the end of their year deals, um, there's definitely clauses that can allow them to break their contract. But But the the difference is, is they have agents, they have lawyers, they have people that are looking out for them. This kid probably didn't have anybody but maybe his parents read this contract before he signed it. Now, that's Mm -hmm. an assumption. But it's because it's, it's not equatable to... Like the parallels that people make to it being a like to major league sports, right? Um, because normally you would get a deal for a three year contract for X amount of money, um, but that money is usually enough for you to not question it. So right? let me ask this then: What happens in football if a player goes, "Oh no, no, this deal that we signed, 
I'm just going to give an example. We signed a three-year contract, and I'm now in my second year, starting my third. I don't like what's going on now. Do you just wait out well, the no, contract, or do you? Well, if you're already in the third season, and I don't know enough, I guess about you, just, sports, you just you just you just play it out. I think you, I think you then go into free agency, right? Like your contract is now ending, and you go into free agency to renegotiate your contract. All right, but he's but this kid here, Tifu, is stuck in this contract. So 42 month contract. 42 months. Right, okay. So a little over three years. Okay. Right? Um, and then he's also has this clause that if he leaves, he can't sign with another organization publicly for this is, six months. This is like right? the Conan. Remember Conan O'Brien? No. Remember what happened with him? Yeah, there was definitely like a contract lockout after so he was yeah, done. Yeah, he like left the Tonight Show or whatever mm-hmm. his night show was. And he couldn't do anything. And he was like legally permitted, like prohibited from doing comedy for like a year. Yep. Or like on TV, I guess, mm-hmm. was the clause because he went. He just did a tour or whatever. Um, and right. did, there's a great did, like, uh, documentary on Netflix about that whole period of his life. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd be very interested to see that. Um, so it, like, I am, I am happy that you know there's a platform for someone to challenge something that's happening that's unfair. Well, this this makes um, me think about like all the union discussions that we have now with yeah. gaming because before this is all happening. This is you're like like you said this was all happening in a. In a vacuum, is that the, how the term works? Right. So, like, nobody was talking about unionizations, and no one's talking about the contracts of these kids who are becoming pro players and being like, sh- like thrown into the spotlight and making tons of money. And who knows what the potential is for the industry because we don't really know it like we do like football and basketball. Well, no, and that's and that's really where the crux of the problem is. Is that like, let's think about this from a business perspective. If we created an organization or any organization that is currently there, esports wise. You you don't get cuts of tickets. You don't get concession stand money. You don't get you can't make uh, local deals with stadiums. You can't do any of this. Your only source of revenue is either the winnings that the team makes or any revenue streams that the individual player gets so that they take a chance that um, this kid is going to blow up and be the next big thing because they're, they're you're operating at a loss. If you have to fly this kid out to Vegas and he's from I don't know Pittsburgh, you're already operating at a loss just to just to pay for travel for him, right? So y- you have to understand that the organization to start is going to favor the organization because they're already losing money taking a chance on a kid. And if you spread this out against the amount of organizations that exist with the amount of different competitive games that there are to how many people are in each competitive game, he's 1%. This kid is 1% of the actual player base in esports. Um, and that's why when Apex first came out, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter, but when Apex first came out, within the first 48 hours, there were esports leagues like popping up and organizations right. popping up. And there were a lot of great people I'm that sure, were saying I'm sure like, a lot of that is backed by like EA. They probably had a maybe. hand in. That's the way you hype up. That's like what, what Overwatch does. They hype up their own league. They start their own league to right. get the hype around it and get the following to watch it. You want to yeah. put eyes on your game. That's of the course. Best, best way to put eyes on it. But there was a really good conversation that was starting um, that uh, was that these kids need to slow down to not just jump in. This is all way before obviously this blew up was yeah. like because there was a lot of new players that were top players in this game, right? Someone, uh, his name is Dizzy. He's probably the best apex player, right? Um, 
so all of these no names, right? He only well, play Counter-Strike for a little bit. But anyway, like don't jump into an organization that's going to promise you something before doing the legwork that you need to do. Like you're making an adult decision when you don't have the perspective of being an adult. So do you right? think like getting like an, like having agents that specialize in this kind of contract work be be a good solution? Like just just like just like in the pro sports. Yeah, I mean, you I, need you need a lawyer slash somebody to represent you when you're you do. doing these negotiations. You really do for, for like for like high ball money like this, like correct, right? Yeah, I think one of the most interesting aspects of this discussion is uh, in Los Angeles, which is where they're located. Yeah, uh, the wording of the contract can be interpreted one of two ways, depending on your perspective on what phase is. Like, are they an esports organization? Like, are they the equivalent of an MLB? Are they the equivalent of uh, someone who employs an athlete? Or are they a talent agency who mm. recruits and puts someone uh, on display to perform? Man. Because talent agencies have different requirements for hiring, for contracts, for things like that in L.A. than a sports organization does. And this, because of Twitch and because of gaming, it straddles both of those sides of the fence. Dude, yes, gaming, it does. Gaming is unlike any industry. Nobody knows what to do with gaming no. in so many respects. Yeah. Look, I, I, we were going to put this in the news, or maybe we were going to talk about it. I don't know how long we're going, but we were going to talk about the loot box bill, the <laughs> yeah. anti-loot box bill. The government's trying to figure out what the hell they want to do about all this this gaming th- stuff that's going on with the, with loot boxes because they're you know they're they're pushing it in the in the sense of it's for the kids. The kids are being exposed to these gambling tricks and tactics. Yeah, which is, which mean, is the major point of the bill. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I think the interesting thing is, is that thing, right. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the the thing that we're we're recognizing is that the industry is not going to go away. No. Right? So, like, I think what has needed to happen for a long time is for regulators, organizations, to really think about, to your point, like, where does gaming fit into the grand scheme of everything else? Instead of it being this hodgepodge of different varying opinions. Um, because it, it really does, it could vary by state with state law Mm -hmm. versus federal law versus like all of these different, I think phase is, is organized through Delaware because it's cheaper to LLC through Delaware, (laughs) but they operate out of LA. Right. Right. So it's like, okay, so do you hold them to, to, to Delaware Delaware law law? or LA law where they're located? Right. So, so like it, and then, and then you convoluted even more with what, what is a Twitch streamer? Are they, are they a performer? Are they, are they an performer? athlete? Because he's also a pro gamer, right? Like, where? How do you even begin, right? So then, when you put this into a to an eighteen year old kid mm-hmm. who's really just looking for exposure, right? Like yeah, that c- contract to me, if I was in his situation, being him, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even blink. I probably would have signed would've it. Done, I'm, yeah, would have never even second. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, yeah, you're like, probably right. All of this, the. The best benefit of this whole entire discussion, no matter where you sit on on your opinion of it, is that this was all just standard and accepted before. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing that can come out of it is like a, a change and a positive change to how yeah. things are regulated or discussed, for sure. But like like Locke was just saying, it just it's it is what it is. That's just what the contract was. And if if someone presented that to me in his spot, hundred percent, I'd be like, yeah, this is great. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna blow up. I'll take two thousand a month. I don't care. Right, and to and to mm-hmm. think about it in perspective, dude. When I was when I was playing competitively, there were handshake deals. There was no oh, written contract. Yeah, I believe it entirely. Right, like like the sponsorships that I held and the tournaments that I went to were all done with like shaking a hand from some fucking random guy that could have been anyone. Right, that I didn't. You know. just have to believe. He could have promised you gold and right. all the things. Like, I was like, all right. just believe him. That'll pay you when you're done. Correct. It. So it's like it, it to even think that organizations are formulating 
multi-page contracts for their we've already went pretty far in a short amount of time yeah but there's a lot more work that needs to be done because this platform is not going to go anywhere yeah and the problem is it doesn't have the same unions and regulations that uh what the movie industry does correct the movie industry has a lot of like like you know felix it has a lot of rules surrounding they've been that. around longer they've been around yeah they've been and yeah like since like the the 20s this is when they've the laws been around over 100 years right like the the laws of the the union laws came into play as far it, as i well, remember well it's it started this is read, this is from reading a bunch of union it articles started about kick, gaming kicking in with uh, the movie industry when uh, certain uh, you know when when talking pictures started coming in yeah you know uh, certain people started to gain personality. See, prior to all of that, an actor was just considered a, a workhorse. They were just a part of the machine. They weren't they, the talent. They were bricklayers. Yeah. They were no different than bricklayers. Bring in that actress. You know, she was really good that one time. She looks looks like a dame. Bring her in. So, um, and then, so then what, event, the, the industry regulated itself. It ended, it ended well, up... Well, it had to because yeah. they became stars. Right. And stars, when... when they're, they started to gain, gain power. Uh, they had audience members that w- w- you know could help them sway and influence. That's so because now they now could use the the, the, the multiply that by millions, right? Because that's the platform gaming has now. Mm-hmm. You got your you got your ninjas and your uh, you know you know you know what I'm trying to say like your doctor disrespect. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They have the push and sway on social media to pretty much get things done and it looks like Tifu was Ninja making a play it. like that, you know. I said this around the time when Ninja did the thing with fucking Drake. Yeah. Right? I said uh I think the first I, I could be wrong on this, but one of the earliest actresses to argue that she had a star and deserved more power and influence was Clara Bow, like one of the earliest film stars. And I I said uh Ninja's the Clara Bow of fucking the video game industry. So another article because he went so big that now he has so much power and influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another article this week. Um, it even shows that publishers have s- changed the way they do marketing. So they're literally paying these influencers like like sponsor spots, like fifty. Gr- I think it was like fifty grand, like a or something. A if you play this game, I don't know day if it was one a day, or something. I, but yeah. it, like the headline I remember seeing was like fifty. Uh, like Twitch streamers get paid fifty million or fifty. Not fifty million, fifty thousand dollars. I'm to sure stream to, a game for yeah. a certain yeah, number of hours. Do. Yeah, but um, it makes sense that the model of uh, talent agencies versus sports agencies are what is being supplanted on top of all of this. Do you think the industry is like going to regulate itself in order to get? It won't it regulate itself. It can't. It can't. Like there because need, the movie need, industry did right. Is that is that? It'll what it'll be acted on. Like it'll be regulated on. And yeah, like, be a, like a, a body, people. yeah, a body of of govern a government like internal would need to be created for it. Which how do you do that? Right. This, this is like the government um, versus the internet. Like they have no idea how it works. No one does. They well, like, yeah, like like when they were interviewing like Zuckerberg, remember that, dude? They <laughs> well, sure, some of yeah. the questions that they asked Zuckerberg, you're like, wow, these people are about to make they're about to make decisions based on. No knowledge of the internet. Oh yeah, on just, the internet. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. Like, well, it could, well yeah. I mean, the, the thing you were just saying about loot boxes, like yeah. them regulating loot boxes, and they're doing it for the kids. That's, they that's how really, they're framing it. They don't yeah. really fucking understand that. Like, probably a majority of the people playing games are grown ups. Oh, for they're sure. All over the age of eighteen, for you know sure. But I mean? a lot of these games, like like the way they frame the bill, it's like, well, they're marketing these games for kids, and they're rated E for everyone, and they're rated T for teen, and yet there's a buy now button for whatever the fuck. You get your gems loaded up and get whatever. Them gems, baby. You know, you know what I mean? Like any free to play bullshit. You know, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. or any kind of loot box stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they're using the parents' credit cards. And you, I heard that you heard a story about the FIFA kid who bought like three thousand dollars of FIFA boxes. You know, I have a question. Yes, would you say that that kid's addicted to playing video games? Oh, oh shit! Here's what's crazy. Dude, this Locke. is this you, is crazy. You think you're making a segue. Which is great. Which is which is what he's doing. But you're doing more than making a, a more than just a segue. <laughs> you're doing more. I can't, I can't wait to hear. No, what you're doing is you're you're taking a you know the crazy board with all the strings that yeah, uh, yeah. what's his name have what's his name Charlie, Charlie? from it's always sunny. What always you're sunny doing is you're making a direct wall. connection. To, he wasn't the first one to do you're that. Connecting by the, way. the yarn. <laughs> connecting the yarn. Okay. Uh huh. Between what's happening in Washington mm-hmm. and fucking what. What was, who was the board that regulated that? Uh, it's the world, the world Health Organization. So I don't like doubt. Like the World Health Organization. I yeah, like global scale. I don't doubt that somewhere related to the loot box thing is the World Health Organization. Sure. I, sure. I don't doubt that they're related. Yeah, so what happened, uh, our last news point we're going to talk about here, guys, is uh, the World Health Organization, so like... Like the thing, they they, <laughs> the they create the, the they create like essentially the Bible of yeah. diseases. Like a doctor has a big book that essentially is the yeah. go to for what is considered a disease. Um, this is the gaming will now be printed in this manual as a disorder as a disorder. Um, so so re- what I persistent think is or reoccurring gaming behavior. Correct. So the way that they look at it is essentially like an addiction. So the way that it's written is as if. You throw, I'm going to paraphrase here, uh, but the article that Neo has up, I I think, has the accurate words. Essentially, if you pick gaming over doing anything else in your life, any other life interest, spending time with family, spending time with loved ones, going outside, doing anything productive with your life. uh, If you do any, if you pick gaming over any one of those things, you may have the now called gaming disease or disorder. Uh, the second part of that is, is if you continue to do it, whether or not it has a negative outcome on your life, you're also affected by the gaming disorder. So essentially, you're an, they're addict. Put, you're an addict. They're putting this in there like you would be addicted to gambling, alcohol, drugs, anything what? else. Because those because that could be something. Gambling what I just and gaming are very similar. What they are. if I liked model train sets and I wanted to just do nothing but build model train sets? I think Would I have model train set disorder? Well, I thought about rock yes. climbing. Uh, <laughs> yes, think I about, would. Okay. Think about rock climbing. I was, Here, watching, I was watching video of, of the death zone on Everest. People I do think, that. Yeah, but here's right? the... Mm. And disregard life and limb. I don't think it's the same. Like, where the, where the delineation needs to come from, from hobby to addiction, and why, why gaming falls... Like, if we had a Venn diagram, falls somewhere in between. Which is because you're right. Gaming is very close to gambling. And it is very close to being a hobby that other people do that would never say that you're addicted to rock climbing. Like No one anywhere would classify that as a disease. But I'm sure is, there's is, a nutbag in the world who goes out all the time and has disregarded his wife at home. Well, yeah. Did you watch... I don't want to get into this, but if you yeah. haven't watched the movie Free Solo on Oh, uh, I was Hulu, just thinking of that. You yeah. should absolutely watch Free Solo. But it's, it's a anyway. documentary. They follow this guy who's addicted yeah, he, to climbing. He's really free, dangerous. Let's, let, I so, want to get off the climbing sorry, thing. Yeah. It just, it's, it's nowhere... <laughs> You can nowhere just, near this. Alcohol, yeah. drugs, gaming <laughs> right. is like the, um, the correlation. Thank you, Trip. So I think the 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 <laughs> so, it is so it random. is random. Why did like, I pick climbing rock is climbing? healthy? Like it's you're exercising while you do it. It's yeah. just it was just on my mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, I love you. I had to watch you. Death I think zone the, footage. Death oh, zone. Yeah, yeah. I think the difference is is that like. Where it's closely related, it gets convoluted with things like loot boxes Hmm. or kids that are doing nothing but playing video games. And you have a generation that doesn't understand it. 
like our parents yeah. who don't necessarily understand it as deeply as we do or someone that's a little bit older than us. So you have a generation that's trying to dictate what this means. You make a really good correlation to like the Senate trying to pass laws on the internet when they don't fully grasp well, what the internet and means. It's like and it's the try- same. And they're the trying to understand it, right? Like, that's, uh, yeah, that's, they're, they're that's, not. It's a sign that they're like reaching and like, okay, we need to figure this thing out and kind of regulate it in some fashion. Yeah, I, I yeah. appreciate them attempting to learn, right? And like, try- that's, and that's this better than just like not gaming disorders and and yeah. addiction to screens. I don't. E- I wouldn't even call this a gaming disorder i want to call it like screen dis- like screen there's addiction. a lot of social media overlap too for yeah, sure yeah. social media and just being addicted to looking at the phone in your hand it can be considered like a like an addiction i think this is not totally off base right like we can look at someone who games uh excessively someone who truly destroys our life by choosing to do nothing but game and say that's a problem people can go down yeah. holes and just ignore your ignore the important for things sure. yeah where it becomes a different kind of problem is when you label certain behaviors as like diseased when they're really not. And the people that are making these calls, I don't think have the right lens or the right wording on this because the wording matters. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you have people on Twitter asking, oh, can I get like a handicap plate now because I play games so much? Like that's, that's when <laughs> you know, joke. like you've not, you've not clarified, you know what I mean? Right. Like, there's addictive behavior, and that can apply to a whole lot of things. So, do we and consider like, like gaming as like well? Like gambling is a disease. Is that oh, gambling addiction you can has have, its own. Yeah. An, it has gambling anonymous. Oh yeah, for sure. Right? So like, yep. I think I think you make a really good point, Trip. That like the minutia and the details matter, mm-hmm. right? Like, and that's where it becomes very complicated. That like, yeah, we could if we put person A and person B, one who's truly addicted and one who just really likes to play games as a hobby. Us who are are close to it could tell the difference. There's probably some overlap on some of the behaviors. Oh, for sure. But they're still two very different people, and the way that they go about their lives are two very different things. And and when you umbrella it with no clear detail but generic phrases, you make everyone sound like they have anyone that has the hobby mm-hmm. has the disorder, right? Yeah. If you say something like choosing to do this over other things in your social life, well. That can apply to other things. Like you don't feel like going out. You choose. I you game choose to with watch you guys. Movie. Does that make me antisocial? Well, don't even don't, like, even, that don't like... even use the game lens. Be okay, like, sure. I don't feel like going out. I'm going to watch a movie. You're yep. choosing to watch a movie by yourself over being social. And you they, could also choose to do it over doing chores or exactly. your job. They or haven't really yeah. defined that. Yeah. Out, so like, which here... seems silly to say out loud, but if you're calling something a disease, you have to be very specific yeah so this is these are the bullet points and i'll see if this clarifies i don't think it does but i'll we'll give the exact terms impaired control over gaming which would be the uh, frequency intensity duration or termination of of game of the control over gaming increasing priority given to gaming to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other life interests and daily activities as we were just talking about and the continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences the behavior pattern is of sufficient severity to result in significant impairment in personal, family, social, educational, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. So that middle bullet point is super broad, to your point. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't want to go to this birthday party. I'm going to watch Game of Thrones instead. Am I a TV addict? Right. Right? Because that's a very... If I always choose that, if I always choose to spend my time watching Game of Thrones over doing other things, is that does that mean that I'm addicted to Game of Thrones or to TV versus me just weighing what I'd rather spend my time doing? 
Right. Which seems like a very like double edged. That's a very sword, good point. Right? Am I am I a um, functional gameaholic? <laughs> well, I think like, I would argue we all are. I mean, but addiction. Most of us. Addiction itself is such such a damaging behavior, and it's looked at with such a stigma, especially when like drugs are involved, mm-hmm. right? Like there are things that lead people to be heroin addicts that seem super benign, you know, and like heroin is on the rise everywhere. And you're someone who could be in an accident and then take some pills to get off of the pain, but then develop a habit because of how you're prescribed stuff like that. Yeah. Right. That's 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 the most black and white definition of addiction. But at a certain point, the behaviors are there that someone could get into the same kind of boat with gaming. Right. You have a fix. You have an escape. You need it more and more and more. You choose to do that over other areas of your life. You neglect your life and you end up in this spiral of neglecting your own self, health, family, all that stuff yeah. to choose this. But And that that's 100% a thing it, that happens. It is, and I think I could relate to it on a certain extent. I think it's just, it's such a specific case. Like, so the, the, the way that I would relate to it is like, as you get older or as you introduce other things into your life, you have to balance your time, right? And the, the reason why I haven't been on this show for so long is, is like, trying to find a balance in my personal life, right? So there are times where I have to make the decision, am I going to sleep? Am I going to watch TV? Or am I going to play a video game? And sometimes I will lack sleep to play a video game, right? Does Mm -hmm. that make me addicted? Or does that just mean that like I am not feeling fulfilled with a hobby that I feel very passionately about? So I'm opting to do that versus something else. Yeah, last last week you were like... uh Hey, I re- re- I might do the show this week, but guys, I kind of got to cut my grass. The, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> Literally, my first day free day off, I needed to do yard work, and I could have just stayed inside and played Destiny all day because I was off. But I went and fucking pulled weeds and worked outside for eight hours, right? So I guess that means I'm free and clear of the addiction side of things. But like, <laughs> I guess like I I can understand the mindset of being like, okay, because this has really happened to me, right? Like. Do I want to watch TV with my wife or do I want to sit down and play video games with my friends? Right. And like sometimes I will choose one because it's better for my relationship with my wife versus the other. And I guess that's where that's where the that's where I could see it happening for some people where it goes wrong. That like the answer is always I'm going to sit down in front of my computer or my Xbox and play games no matter the repercussions that it causes in my personal life. Mm -hmm. But like we're talking about addictive behaviors. The gaming is the product. It's not the behavior. And that and that like. And that's where things like why Gamblers Anonymous and alcohol uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, they're all the same. They all treat the same behaviors, right? The product is just the, the difference mm-hmm. um, because it, it's all just your addictive personality. And I think you make a really good point, Trip, that like anyone can can be can be preyed on by this because of the way society exists. And I think your 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 thing about heroin is is extremely true. Now right? imagine if heroin was marketed um, by. TV and by all like you know like how how games are marketed like imagine if they well, were marketed by that well, I mean, well it was it, it, in the, doctors, the turn of the yeah. century the doctors it was hundred <laughs> percent no 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 no, no. <laughs> well okay that's crazy but like with social no, like imagine her- heroin with laudanum. social media laudanum was was a medical oh, where? thing yeah, yeah yeah it's that was an opioid that was prescribed I'm just laudanum. talking about like today's like no, social I, I climate you know yeah. what I mean I do yeah I do and I and I think like I think if I'm trying to look at it in a positive way like I think there is there is something to be said about trying to protect the youth, right? Like you don't, it's, it's such a weird thing to be a part of now coming from like, we all game. I gamed 
excessively growing up. Like I chose to not go outside and hang out with my friends and to play video games instead. They call me that's probably borderline addictive, but I feel like I've turned out okay. But I think like that's, that's what they're trying to course correct. And that's what they're trying to be very cognizant of is like, how are we making sure that like our youth are productive members of society or get the help that they need? If there's someone that may fall prey, that, that could be predatory in an industry where loot boxes exist and other things exist. Like how do we protect? And I think that mindset is important. Um, it's just, it's a very difficult thing to execute on though. Yeah. I think your point about how you, what you choose to do growing up, mm-hmm. people's decisions about that can be dangerous. Yeah. You know, like there's definitely a difference between being addicted to video games and then that's what you enjoy to do as your hobby. Right. Because you growing up as a kid playing video games, you weren't being antisocial. You were making friends. You were Correct. creating this 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 community, this world that exists on the internet. Mm-hmm. This whole concept is new. Yeah. Let alone yeah. Like you're not you're not choosing to fucking take a shot as a kid and right. like and just, just spiral your life downhill. Like you're doing something that's actually providing a lot of benefit. You're increasing like your brain capacity. You're making mm-hmm. like coordination. Uh, you're learning coordination in your in your arms and your skills and your fingers. Like you're you're beefing up your brain. With True. all your decision making process, and you're making friends through a community, mm-hmm. and you had times when I'm sure you were done. You're like, I can't do this anymore. I'm just done. Yeah, like that's the mental difference, and I'm glad that it exists because people do have a problem with it, and it's it's honestly dope that they can get medical help for it with this being classified. But I'm worried about that micromanaging a kid's life aspect. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree because you like where does where does the where does it start and be like where does it start and end right? It's well, it a very hard on, thing. It, to, it's it's putting what what's valuable and the decision of what is of value into not that person's decision. Like yeah. it's an adult decision over a child because an adult may see a problem or a child mm-hmm. sees an interest a a skill. That's really the gray area that needs a lot of definition with this. Yeah, and the the chemtrail side of my brain. <laughs> thinks that that what's happening in Washington, if the World Health Organization isn't connected in some way to what's happening in Washington, that it definitely is a fucking catalyst for them to push this kind of legislation forward. Because now they have validation. They have something, a, a health organization worldwide, globally, mm-hmm. saying that this is a thing, like that there's a problem. Well, now we can push this legislation through to kind of like beat back the, the the naysayers to that. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, it, but it's still like the chemtrail side of my brain. What I want to just uh, clarify, because this article was just updated pretty recently. Um, so the WHO, World Health Organization, has officially recognized it as a disease. Uh, but the the decision has not been set in stone because the uh, World Health Assembly is still happening. Apparently, the industry, very broad gaming industry, has attempted to create a conversation with the World Health Organization saying that there's lack of evidence to classify gaming as a disease. So I think this might be an ongoing conversation, but it looks like the UK, yeah, we do, uh, it looks like the UK um, has already started taking steps to have a publicly funded internet addiction clinic. Which I think it really just comes down to like. Well, it sounds like they need to study it. Correct. You know what I mean? I mean, this is all yeah. like how, how are we? We're, we're trying to create guidelines for something that is still currently happening, mm-hmm. right? Like we're trying to figure it out as is it as it continues to get bigger. 
if you think about like if we if we create the parallels to where it was at with like the movie industry, right? Like it took forever for the movie industry to be where it is today, right? We're nowhere near that as it relates to gaming. We're so far away from it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wonder if there's a movie and TV watching addiction. I don't know. Or just a general media addiction. I wonder, sure I wonder if the rise of Netflix and binge culture yeah. has changed the way we... I don't know. Look, it's think all, about how I'm addicted to stories, stuff. guys. It's all behavior I don't know, and completing yeah. things. I'm addicted to completing. I do agree. Things. I think. I think. I don't think it, like it's trophies. the product that is the problem. It is definitely the person at, at the personal level mm-hmm. uh, of yeah. just like what are you? What are you going to let yourself? Yeah, I just how deep down the rabbit hole are you going to go before you stop and and regulate yourself? Right, like right? the the behaviors. You are just, you are made aware that you exhibit these behaviors because of the product, right? Right. The person that got in the car accident did not know that they had an addictive personality until a painkiller was put in their mouth, right? Mm -hmm. You don't know that you have an addictive personality until you put loot boxes in front of you and you charge your mom's credit card for 3K because you need a skin, Mm -hmm. right? And that's all you spend your time doing, right? Any messy, any Lionel Messi. What it's really doing is it's helping us as a as a society, excuse me, like try and like self reflect on said behaviors. Mm-hmm. Gaming is just now the product that everyone's going to focus on because it's it's part of pop culture at this point. Like gaming as it relates to society is now the topic that's at hand. How far will I go? Three hundred and sixty waves in Borderlands, yeah. baby. Oh, God, I'd rather take the whole internet addiction clinic than do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather go through all the steps of, of, of uh, we'll, gaming anonymous we'll, than do that. We'll carpool. I'd rather admit that I'm addicted to gaming than do three hundred and sixty waves of anything. Ultimately, I'm glad that it exists. Honestly. Yeah, I, I, do, I do agree yeah. with you. I think I think right now it's probably a little too early to tell against these things, but I do think. It starting a dialogue, just like the other thing we talked about, like the dialogue is the important thing when things go unsaid and it's just left for a few people to make decisions. uh, It never ends well. Right. I mean, the line is. And again, it was the point that you brought up, which really was was perfect. It's it's about a kid's experience. mm -hmm. You know, alcohol is regulated. A kid's not going to get anything about getting drunk, Mm -hmm. but a kid's going to get something out of gaming. Yeah. Potentially. Mm -hmm. You can't lump them in the same boat when it comes to that. Correct. Which is why a very fine, very fine touch needs to be had in the future. So I right. think uh, we're going to wrap. I think it's good. This you know, is you, Lock and Key uh, back for what episode was this? 211. 211. Uh, I shall be here. You're in. Pretty dude. much. Pretty much. This uh, is going to be regular. I think so. Yeah. I'll, I'll share Ooh. more. I'll share more next episode about why. But it's your show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm excited to be back, guys. Uh, so uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you could follow me at lock underscore key. That's L-O-C-K-E. Um, I'll promote my my uh, my Twitch channel in the future. I'm still working on it. I'm going to be doing it a little bit more regularly in the near future. But just follow me on Twitter. Uh, engage with me there. It's the social media platform that I put all my energy into. Uh, so if you want to strike up a dialogue or see if I go live, uh, everything would be done through that platform. Um, I will see you guys next week. Uh, I've been Neo Aoshi, and I'm going to give you guys a homework assignment for next week. Can, mm. can, is that okay? That's I love okay. homework. I want you to write out at least five predictions for E3. Five. Five predictions. Yeah. Got it. I'm going to probably go a little deeper. There will be video I'm gonna, games. I'm going to go conference by conference. 
is probably, and I'll pick out, I'll pick out a, a few. But I'm gonna have to do some research. I don't even effing know what's happening. Just and it, it can be anything. Pie in the it's sky. It can be like, <laughs> oh, do you think you'll see? Maybe we'll see a Splinter Cell this year. You know, like like because we haven't seen one in a while. Like just okay. shit like that. Think about games. Yeah, yeah. Think about the companies. Um, think about Microsoft. They bought a whole bunch of studios. We could see a bunch of properties pop up, yep. like from all their, any any other studios. So um, I don't think about it. Like Rockstar has been dark. What do you think they're working on? Like I want to hear. I want to hear what you guys what they you guys don't are give thinking. A shit about I mean, not Rockstar, Rocksteady. He wants Rocksteady. to hear, and uh, you guys can listen to it. Yeah. So next week, I feel like that'll probably be a E three prediction centric show. Nice, dude. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. All right. Twitch.tv slash new underscore Yoshi. Nope, no underscore on Twitch. Uh, Twitter.com slash new underscore Yoshi. That's where the underscore is. All right. Dope. Nice. I'm Trip Zero, guys. You can find me um, primarily on Mixer. Please, I encourage you to hang out on Mixer, but I'm also on Twitch as well. Um, it's either one, Trip Zero TV. Find me on those websites. I stream uh, Tuesdays through Tuesdays through Fridays currently, 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. I will be on doing Destiny prep for the raid with the Emergent Gamer Clan and the crew, and uh, then we'll do have our Worlds first on... Uh, June 4th, our world first attempt. So please hang out for that. It's going to be very, very exciting. And I am Felix Hergood. Uh, Twitch and Mixer, Felix Hergood, no spaces. And Twitter, Felix Hergood, no spaces. Check me there. Cool. You know what I love? What? That you dropped that whole Mitch's shit. Yeah, because I was I was thinking that you were gonna say, "Well, I do both. It's like a restream. It's uh, it's a Mitch. You're, it's you're Mitch both. Chat. We call them. We call I didn't them drop Mitches. It. <laughs> I just I'm not gonna say it. No, no, it's it's wonderful. I'm happy. Okay, good. We put that in the outro. <laughs> See you next week, guys. And uh, bye, <laughs> bye. Oh, it's beautiful. A little bit more. Down a little bit more. Same exact thing. Stop. Yeah. Good. yeah. I really picked a jazzy version of the mission. You did. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the ones. I was the first one, not the actual yeah. theme song. I would have picked Limp Bizkit <laughs> yeah. personally. Out, Out of all the search results. <laughs> it's Mission Impossible by Super Trombone. That's the Super Trombone. There, there you go. go. I would have right. personally picked Limp Bizkit, but that's just me.